0: Oh. Uh. Was grace that taught my heart to feel?
1: Today is our second devotion on the book of Galatians. And for these first several, we are just getting our bearings. These are introductory, getting our orientation before we start to really dive in into the letter. And what I want you to think about today is the dynamic between grace and gift. And so, Galatians is Paul's most explosive letter, like we talked about yesterday. It's the perfect letter. For our times now, it is full of fire and frustration, but it's also full of grace. It's framed by grace as it begins with grace, it ends with grace, and grace is saturated. It's dripping with grace all the way through. Now, if I had to pick a theme for this, and we'll come back to this, but I think the theme is can be summarized in the line in chapter two where Paul is confronting Peter and he says he's confronting him because he wasn't walking in line with the gospel or walking according to the gospel. I think the theme of the letter is what does it mean to walk in line with the gospel, to have your life line up with it. But one of the major subject matters is if you're going to do that, one of the major things you have to understand is the dynamic of grace and the dynamic between gift and grace. So yesterday, if you read through and you marked all of the different times, Paul uses that gift language to give or to receive or the word grace. Those are the same dynamics. And and you'll see some interesting things as you try and draw all the different references to grace together. We see the connection between grace and the self-giving of Christ. That's in verse 1, 3 and 4. It's the grace to you. And it comes from Christ who gave himself for our sins that he might rescue us from this evil age. It's grace is the act of Jesus' self-giving where he gives himself to us. Then you have that language in 220 where he gave the Son of God, He loved me and gave Himself for me. And notice how He'll connect that with grace. And so this is a self-giving of the Son, a self-donating of Himself in death to love us and to redeem us. But then there's an interesting one in verse chapter five, verse four where Paul is challenging them, and he says, you have been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. That's a haunting verse, because there's some connection where Paul is actually using the term grace and Christ synonymously, and he's saying if you're cut off from Christ, and this is in the context of circumcision, where he's saying if you're cut off from Christ, you're also severed from grace. So grace is not just Christ's self-giving, it also is a summary of the totality of who he is. But then you read through, and then there's Paul connecting grace with their calling. Chapter 1, verse 6, I'm amazed that you were so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ. So they're deserting the one who called them by grace. And Paul's favorite way of describing conversion is by the concept of calling, that you've been called. He's called you. Calling or conversion is an act of grace, an act of divine self-giving. And then in 115, he references that to himself. But when God who set me apart, even from my mother's womb, had called me through his grace and was pleased. So there's this connection between calling and gift and calling and grace. The calling is a divine gift that can be summarized by the word grace. So this association between gift and grace and calling. And then there's the gift language in 3.14 where he talks about how did they receive? They received the promise of the Spirit, and that was through faith. And an interesting dynamic where later uh, in the next couple of verses he talks about the law being added. See, the Spirit is a divine gift, it's an act of grace, but the law is something that was added to And so this is one of the most fundamental questions in the history of Christianity. What do you mean by grace? When you talk about grace, what are you talking about? And it's one of the most fundamental questions in our own lives. What are we talking about when we talk about grace? And what I want you to think about this morning is the dynamic between gift and grace. And the dynamic between, as Paul will often say, that thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. This gift of grace, the gift of the gospel, the self-giving of Christ. And what's the relationship between gift and response or gift and reciprocity? When you're giving an indescribable gift, what is required of you? What is the appropriate response that's the theme of the whole letter. They've been given this indescribable gift. Now, how are they supposed to respond? So they receive it with joy and gratitude. And don't try and ignore it by trying to earn it. What is the appropriate response to the gift of grace? So spend some time today. Think about the tremendous gifts of grace that you've been given. And what is the appropriate response for those things? Gratitude? Joy? Thankfulness, to receive them with delight and then to use them as a testimony of the Master's goodness and faithfulness? What's the appropriate response to grace?
0: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures. him above ye heavenly host Praise Father, Son.